Welcome, everybody, uh, to our Sweet Sweet uh, podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm Gary Salazar, the Director of Continuing Education and Workforce Training here at Idaho State University. We're part of the College of Technology, and we provide non-credit uh, non varying courses to our community, things like uh, workforce training, apprenticeships, and continuing ed for lifelong uh, learning members. Our podcast, this podcast, is one of Sweet's outreach efforts uh, to share interesting conversations and stories on entrepreneurship, health, and other areas of general interest to our community. Uh, we hope you're going to find something of interest to you, something that will benefit you in your life and enrich it. Our format is going to be conversational uh, in tone. We'll focus on the topic and our guests for 20 minutes. At the end of 20 minutes, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And 20 minutes began when I said welcome. So we're well into this already. Um, this is going to help us stay on topic and remain top, uh, timely for you. So stay with us. Joining us for a conversation today is Stephanie Palagi. She is the executive director of Old Town Pocatello, and we'll be talking to her about uh, the history, uh, the present, the future of uh, Old Town, the historic site. And so, welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Would you please uh, talk a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to the audience for sure. us? Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I am a Pocatello native, so I've lived here my whole life. Um, I had the opportunity to attend uh, Pocatello High School, Ooh. and I graduated from ISU. I have an associate degree and a Bachelor of Science degree with a double major. I have a son who is going to school here and a daughter who's also going to school here. So wow. deep roots in our community yes, and at, at Idaho State. Oh, that, that's terrific. So, yeah. and, and just as an aside here, because we have somebody who does work with us by the name of uh, Scott Stevens. He went to Pokey High. Yep. Do you know Scott Stevens? I do, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he knows everybody. Okay, well, great. Thank you again for being here. We're going to talk about Old Town Pocatello. And one of the first things I need to have the audience understand is, what is Old Town Pocatello? Can you help us with that? Yeah, that's a great question. So Old Town Pocatello is the historic heart of our community. Um, we were a railroad town from the beginning, so our roots are in transportation and the railroad. And um, we are one of the most intact historic districts in the state of Idaho today. Old Town Pocatello Incorporated, which is the entity that I work for, manages a 27-block area hmm. in the downtown core. And so those are the Main Street, Arthur, Garfield. That's the area where we have those historic buildings. Mm -hmm. Some beautiful buildings the down there. rich history and architecture. Right. Yes. So all of that comes under your organization as, as you help to manage that? Yes. So we're a business improvement district. Okay. And what that means is in 1990, our city um, management at the time worked with the property owners downtown and decided that the area had become blighted and needed some revitalization, some love, and some care. So they established a business improvement district, and it's a statute in the state of Idaho that allows local governments to a assess a special tax that goes that's funneled through the city to an entity that manages the day-to-day -day activities of the district. And so Old Town Pocatello is contracted with the city, so we're not a city entity, but we are contracted with the city. We manage the day-to-day -day activities downtown in specific areas. So we work in design, which is the public art, the charming benches and trash cans, all of the aesthetic environment that you see in Old Town. 
we work in promotions and events. We will be hosting 40 events this year Ooh. in Old Town. And that doesn't include the First Friday Art Walks that happen every month and the Farmer's Market that happens every week throughout the summer. Um, we work in economic development and economic, um, they call it restructuring, but it's really more focusing on recruiting and retaining businesses and making sure that we have a really good eclectic mix of businesses and attractions and things to do that, pe that bring people downtown. And then we also work, of course, on making sure that um, we run a, a good, solid, um, financially strong organization. We operate a trolley, so we provide public transportation during our events. We help maintain the parking lots, the parks that you see downtown, and do a lot of, of beautification to make sure that when you come downtown, you enjoy your experience. That's wonderful. That is very nice. That's a lot of work. How long have you been with this organization? I have been there for 15 years. Wow. If you can imagine, I know. Um, I My background is marketing and business development. And I worked for the state's largest credit union for 15 years. And I had the opportunity to make a career change to spend more time with my kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was re recruited by Old Town. Basically, it was a part-time um, job, come down, we, we need somebody to be the face of Old Town that really has a good, strong background in marketing. Okay. And so I went from part-time to full-time, full-bodied full marketing machine downtown. Um, we, we work under the four-point management model from the National Trust for Historic Preservation. So we work at the national level, we work at the state level, and of course we work at the local level. And through those 15 years that I've been there, we've seen a lot of change, exciting I'll change. I bet you mentioned that we have uh, some roots with the railroad. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the this project that you're with that's been contracted out, how does that work with the railroad today? Are we still doing things with them? or I mean, they are part of downtown also? Are they within that general area? They are a large part of the downtown area. Um, so we work with them on beautification. Uh -huh. um, one of the projects that we did most recently with them was the Kind Village installation that we did. It's a children's public art project that is located on the east side of this inner street underpass. Okay. They're little um, metal art pieces that the kids in our community have painted and have been hung on that fence line um, as part of the Kind Community Initiative in Pocatello and Chubbuck. Um, the railroad was very supportive of that, of that project. We've been working with them on cleaning up the fence lines, taking out some old shrubs, really cleaning up the railroad area. Um, in the past, landscape architects and some of the railroad folks thought that screening was the best way to, to have the railroad operate in our community. You don't want to see it, you don't want to experience it. Well, our philosophy is different. We want the community, when they drive over the Benton Street overpass or when they come to the Center Street underpass or they're walking around the Old Town area, that they can see the working railroad. They can see the, the history and the roots of what's happened in our community and how important the railroad is. They're a major employer here as well. 
That's awesome. And so within this, this I'm going to call this a community within Pocatello, right? I mean, because we have communities everywhere. You're working with different businesses and folks who want to help them keep the, uh, the neighborhood up. You want to attract more business to it. Do you want to grow beyond that or is Absolutely. it just kind of there? Yeah, so we have the historic core, which right. is the 27 block area. But when you ask people, where is Old Town, where is downtown? Is there a, distinct, is there a distinction? Do you have a map that says there's a, a red line where you cross and mm -hmm. it's no longer Old Town, it's downtown? The whole area is downtown. We're just a little historic core. So we would like that core to grow and expand. And some of the things that we do, like the historic lighting, the hanging flower baskets, the street side benches, all of the events that we do, as our community continues to grow, we would like that core downtown area to continue to grow as well. And we're seeing that some of the businesses in our um, little outer areas, the border areas, are, are really renovating and growing. You see Jim Dandy Brewing just opened last June. Um, so we're seeing businesses that are really want to be part of Old Town that are just a couple blocks away from our official area. So you're trying to attract more business in, am I right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. What kind of challenges are you facing in trying to get more businesses to look at, at that district? Right now, one of the biggest challenges we have is, is the space that some of the folks are looking for. Our occupancy rate right now is 92%. So there isn't a lot of selection. We have two large buildings that are available right now, but smaller retail um, space in the 1,500 to 2,500 square feet is very limited right now. So we have folks that are saying, well, I, I wanna be on Main Street. Well, we don't have space for you to have retail storefront on Main Street. Can we put you in a really cool building like Station Square? Or can we put you on the east side where that is just really gaining some really good momentum? So that's one obstacle. The other obstacle that we're facing as far as, as uh, attracting businesses, we had 19 businesses open last year. Cool. We've had seven open so far this year, and we have six more scheduled to open by the end of June. So we, we have our community, our economy is very strong, and that's being reflected right now definitely in the downtown area. That's pretty good. I mean, that, that's outstanding growth that any company would like to see. Yes. Yeah. Is the, uh, the, the new introduction of our Northgate division, which is north of our town, does that have any kind of impact on what you're doing here in the historic side? That's a great question because there's been a lot of debate in our community of what kind of an impact will that development have for downtown. And I've heard people say, oh, it's going to kill downtown. No, it's not. It's going to provide opportunity for us. As our community continues to grow and we attract more employers, employers who are paying a higher wage, who are adding diversity to our community, the folks that are moving here, that are coming for the jobs that you're going to find in the Northgate area, that you're finding with the FBI, those folks are accustomed to having a really cool downtown. Mm -hmm. They're accustomed to coming to art walks and to walking through art galleries and, and having an international collection of restaurants. Sure. And so that demand is going to continue to grow, and all that's going to do is really boost our business. I think you're right. I've seen that in, in towns like in Tampa. They have the historic section, and you know there's a lot of nightlife, a lot of attention around that, and the art section that would sit, that's within that. The same thing in San Diego, Colorado Springs, which where I lived for a while, I saw it there too. So I think you're on the right track with that, and and just having more population coming in north of, of Pocatello is just going to provide another opportunity, like you say. 
for people to come enjoy something that is part of our history. So thanks for doing that. That's a tremendous amount of work. How many people are on your staff? Um, that's a, that's another great question. Well, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing all of this. Yeah, I have an absolutely fantastic intern from ISU. Uh, her last day is actually today. Oh no! She's been with me for the last semester, and I'll have another intern coming in in, in August. But oh. it's, it's a it's a bit of a challenge to do what we do with. Um, yeah, I one can see person. one staff person. <laughs> I'm wondering if there might not be room for some additional staff people. Here. I love, I love CPI interns. I love um, giving students an experience in the real world, marketing world. Um, I actually truly couldn't do my job without the volunteers that I have. I have four wonderful committees. I have two boards of directors that I work with. And I certainly don't do it alone. Um, I have talented, dedicated people in our community that help me with every event, that come in and, and do my bookkeeping now and do, do so many things that help me be out in the community, that help us continue to add events each year. We've added two, three, four. Last year we had seven new events a year. We just continue to grow and expand and give people more reason to come downtown. You know, that's awesome. One of the things that I've gone down to is, is when the, the farmer's market opens up. I mean, I think that's just wonderful. And there was one day um, when it just went down a street. You closed off a street. Yep. How did that work out for you? I Fantastic. thought it was I thought it was fabulous. Well, now, was that the day we had the Clydesdale parade in the middle of the market? I may have missed the Clydesdales. I didn't okay. see those guys. There were so many people on Main Street with the horses coming through that it was it was it was inspiring for me to see, but it was a little daunting at the same time because <laughs> there were so many people. Um, we did that last year was the first year that we really tried to do. We did three big days on Main Street where we moved the farmers market to Maine, mm -hmm. and then added other things to do. So in June there's a car show mm -hmm. that runs next to the farmers market. In July we do a flea market and an antique show with the farmers market on Main Street, and then in October we do the Great Pumpkin Festival, which is a, a fall harvest pie eating contest. As just a really fun day on Main Street with Farmers Market. That's wonderful. Yes. That is that is really neat. When when you think back, I mean, after 15 years of helping us develop this, you probably got a few favorites, a uh, favorite project or a, a favorite story. Would you care to share one or two of those? So, I, you know, I, I'm pretty passionate about everything that we've done downtown because I've got a lot of heart and sweat and tears sometimes mm -hmm. invested in it. But I have to say that I think the most rewarding project we did was to acquire the property where the Old Town Pavilion is. The and Old Town Pavilion. That's my office. So that's, that's your where office. The farmer's market is. Oh, oh, that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We bought that property. Um, we redeveloped it with a lot of help from our community. And so that gave the farmer's market a home. And it gave Revive at Five a home. And it's continued to allow us to add events like the car shows and the pumpkin festivals and the Gate City Brewfest 1 and 2. And really have a gathering place downtown that hadn't been there in the past. That's really neat. Were you involved in any way with the, uh, what is it, the Yellowstone, uh, the bridge to the Yellowstone? Didn't they just take that over? The Yellowstone restaurant. The restaurant, right. Yeah. Was, so that, was that something that you were working with as well? I worked with the owners of that, um, the restaurant, the whiskey bar, and now the U new Union Tap Room. I've worked with them for years. Mm -hmm. um, I consider them friends and great advocates for Old Town. They actually donated the creation of our mobile application, our mobile app, 
several years ago. And so we've had a great working relationship and when they decided to, to get into the restaurant business and to renovate the entire main floor of the historic Yellowstone Hotel, it was exciting to see a fine dining establishment a wonderful attraction, which is the 313 Whiskey Bar, the first whiskey bar in Pocatello, Chubbuck area. Mm. And now the Union Tap Room, 26 taps, a beautiful handmade bar. Really just that eclectic, fun, charming, higher-end type business that we want downtown. That's awesome. I'd like to, I'd like to ask you, if there, is there anything that, that's going on right now that you're aware of, or is there an interest in going towards getting the seniors more involved with some of this historic uh, renovation and development? Sure. Are you aware of any right now? Um, well, as far as we host, so our car show, that the we car show. this year will be on June 8th, is a fundraising event for the Senior Activity Center. Oh, okay. Um, and then throughout the year, we'll host the um, the folks, the continuing education classes for the seniors in our community. Um, we'll host walking tours. We've done trolley tours in the past with those folks. Um, there is a deep appreciation for history in that demographic, and mm -hmm. that's really important for us. Pocatello hasn't done a really great job about documenting our history. There's a couple books out there, and there's a lot of you know information on the website, but there's really we didn't we don't have a great collection of photography, we don't have a great collection of family histories, there's a lot that could be done um, as far as helping to retain and document our history. I think you're right. Uh, we know a, we know a gentleman. He works with us. In fact, he contributes to our our blog uh, of the "What Do You Know" mm -hmm. or "Did You Know" uh, feature. Arlen Walker. Mm -hmm. I think he's a president of a historical something society. Is I'm not sure what his title is. I, you know, I'm not sure what his title is, um, but I know he's been. Here in Pocatello, we have for a long time. For a long time, we have Richard Albright, who's done yeah. a lot of black and white photography of the downtown area. Um, there was a book published just four or five years ago that tried to document a lot of the history and did a really good job. I think we um, just need to continue to preserve the history. We have a beautiful historic high school downtown. We have buildings that, um, such as the Molinelli's building, the Franklin building, the Lewis building. There's so many buildings. We have the oldest. Um, passenger elevator is still working downtown, first Which, and oldest. Where's that one it's at? It's inside the Kane Building. The Kane Building? Mm-hmm. Oh. We have the oldest wood structure in Pocatello is still standing downtown. It's home to Decadence Bike Shop. Um, there's just so much history that we need to... One thing I would love, absolutely love to see downtown is a railroad museum. A railroad museum? Yeah, with the history with the railroad, right. why not? Right, so we have the um, model railroad and historical society has a working model railroad and some relics from the, the, from the railroad, um, artifacts and pieces from the railroad, but we don't have a community our size and we don't have a railroad museum. That would also be a great tourism attraction for the mm -hmm. downtown area mm -hmm. as well. So what do we need to get that thing going? Uh, well, usually it's a funding question. Funding question. I'm pretty sure I could find the property. I'm pretty sure I could find a building. Um, but a lot of, from what I understand, a lot of our, the local Pocatello Railroad artifacts have been moved to their Ogden in their museum. So Ogden has a railroad museum. Mm -hmm. So that seems like a long ways away to me. Right. And yeah, we ought to have our own. We have it here, right? <laughs> so we need to get some uh, some folks who are interested in railroads. There's got to be a couple of buffs out there, some folks who can, sure. who'd like to help uh, help you with your big staff push this along. <laughs> My big staff. Yeah. 
All right, so that is a great thing. I was going to ask you something along that line, too. I mean, if you had your druthers, Stephanie, what kinds of new events would you like to attract here? Or what kind of uh, new projects would you like to be working on? I mean, I mean, is there is, is Sundance, you know, something that's possible here, some version of Sundance is, or something like that? Well, I think... A couple of things that we're working on right now is our master plan. So we have been for the last two years um, outlining and we have an architect firm here, Myers Anderson Architects, has been doing a number of drawings for us. They are creating, we as a group, a community, um, we have an outreach. Oh, I'm so sorry. We have oh, to stop. I know. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are at the end. Stephanie, Got this it. is the way it goes. Can I say one thing? There is so much inf interesting information. One thing you got. If you'd like to learn more about the future of Old Town Pocatello, please visit our website at oldtownpocatello.com. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay, let me go ahead and wrap this up. Our time is up, everybody. Thanks to Stephanie Pelagi for uh, coming out and talking with us today. This has been very in informing. We hope uh, every one of you in our audience has gained something from this, uh, something that's beneficial personally or professionally to you. You can find us at cetrain.isu.edu. Uh, come on, check out our blog, subscribe to that, and uh, I'm sure you'll find something of interest. Um, we're going to have a lot of more stories out there, a lot more videos, and we're happy to do this. Thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us for Sweet Talk.